Kills for Adventure podcast. It's Monday, getting ready for Snowmageddon here in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, just want to clarify uh, a few things. Um, the goal this year is still to put out a podcast once every two weeks or right around there with um, people who like adventure and like to do great things. And so we'll keep putting their stories on. Um, but also working with Fleet Feet uh, through their Winter Warriors program, they have 600 runners signed up to participate in this event where they're trying to get people out in the thralls of winter. And I am not a winter enthusiast by any stretch of the imagination. As a matter of fact, I love the sun and the warmth, but uh, it is what it is in here in Nebraska. And so we're still going to get out and, and do our things. And so over the next month or so, we will be doing quick little interviews uh, with participants. Uh, so if you want to participate in one of these interviews, you just get some hot seat questions and we learn a little bit more about you. Uh, that'd be great. But uh, like I said, I'm still going to be putting out a regular podcast with uh, people who are into adventure and doing doing hard things and, and learning their stories. And so I figured on this Monday, uh, probably a snow day today, maybe a snow day tomorrow, who knows, uh, people will be in on their treadmills or maybe out scooping and it's a good time to listen to a podcast. So last week, I had the opportunity to interview Jim Craig from Angry Cow Adventures down in Lincoln. Um, this guy blew my mind. Uh, he gets it. Um, grew up in Lincoln, uh, spent some time in the military, worked in Lincoln, retired in Lincoln, started the Angry Cows Adventure uh, group. And so he puts on a, a bunch of races and events uh, that entail anything. It could be anything from cycling to running uh, to kayaking and orienteering and, and, and getting after a little bit in the outdoors. And I tell you what, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Uh, it caught me by surprise because I'd never met uh, Jim before this. And then I realized um, that he's 71 years old and this guy is going hard. <laughs> so it is an inspiring, inspiring podcast. So give it a listen. Uh, you definitely won't be disappointed. You will for sure be inspired. And then we'll get uh, going on with the rest of the month. So enjoy the podcast and I'll see you soon. Jim, we did yeah. it. Buddy. <laughs> Somehow we did that. <laughs> the best. Um, Jim Craig from Angry Cows, thank you for spending a few minutes uh, with me here today. Um, like I was telling you before, I, 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 I know that you put on events and I know there's like some that always took place in the winter and it's always kind of caught my eye, but I, I tell you what, I've either been something's busy or I'm too scared to try it. Um, <laughs> but then I, I, I was looking through your list and I want to talk about your events you have coming up okay. uh, because I'm, I'm fascinated by it because you're doing all the things that I love to do. Good, uh, but before I talk about Angry Cow, I would be remiss. Just, and, and I don't want to put everything into a two-minute synopsis. But who is Jim Craig? Like, how did you get to this point? What drives you? Well, um, I guess I've been I've been doing I was been racing ever since I got out of the military. I got out of the army and just started doing marathons, and then it went from that to, you know, road racing, and then and then. Uh, got into mountain biking really heavy and did mountain biking for years and was pretty successful. And then, um, then adventure racing came along like in the about 2000. And then, so a couple of friends of mine decided to try this one, you know, and then it included all the things that we like to do, you know, like orienteering, you know, land navigation stuff to kayaking, canoeing, mountain biking, uh, running trails, and pretty much always, there was some urban stuff, but most of it was always, you know, out, out in the woods or in, on a, in a park somewhere or doing stuff and, and anything from, we've done everything from a 
two hour race to 72 hours plus. So did, did, did you, did you grow up being an outdoors kid? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. You, I, I grew up in South Nebraska? Lincoln and, and, uh, and I've always, always been that kind of guy that, you know, um, like to be outdoors doing stuff. And, and then when I joined the army, um, then I got, <laughs> then I was outdoors a lot and, uh, and I spent five years there. And then, you know, I, I just, I, I like it. I wanted to do something, um, that nobody else had done. Cause everybody who had was like, when I started this, I retired, took an early retirement from the phone company out of Lincoln. And, and then I'd been racing. And then I thought, you know, I could probably do this, you know, myself. And so I thought I never did a business or anything. And so I just jumped in feet first. I'd done a couple of years with the Nebraska sports council that put on some things and I put on some events for them. And then I started it on my own. And then to come up with the name, I was actually down in Kansas doing a, uh, a gravel mountain bike race. And in the middle of it, um, there was a group of us um, chasing down some guys and, and I got attacked by a cow. Huh. <laughs> and, an, an angry cow. She, and, and she hit me and launched me into the ditch. And then, of course, all the guys I was riding with, um, I'm okay. The cow's okay, but she trashed my front wheel. I had to kind of beat it on the ground to get it to roll a little bit to the halfway point. And, and, uh, and then when I got to the halfway, <laughs> the directors, um, were mooing and all kinds of stuff at me. And, and the, cause the guys with me had taken a picture and posted it on social media. And, and, then, and then, so when I decided to do this, I wanted to have something, I wanted it to be, I, I, you know, how do you say this? You wanted it to be competitive, but not overly competitive. Cause I've been there and done that. And so it was like, I want people to number one. And I still do. I want people to have more fun than humanly possible. I want it to kick their butts. And I take pride in the courses I set up because I want it to just complete be mayhem on them. And then, but when they get done, they're like, God, I never thought I could ever do that. And then, so, so that's what it's been like. I'm, I, I'm going into my 17th year now. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's been great. I mean, I've, I've been, I have a great relationship with the uh, Nebraska Game and Parks, and I use a lot of their facilities. I use a lot of uh, NRD facilities, private property of people I know. And, you know, I've gotten to a point where I know a lot of people in the state of Nebraska, you know, from one end to the other. And, and so I don't have a problem of putting stuff together if I want to go to Shadron or, you know, to Niobrara or Ponca or around Omaha or down clear in the Indian Cave. You know, I've known these people for a long time. And so, and the, and the reason is, is I get people that normally would have never set foot in some of these places to go there and do my event. And they're like, this is a pretty cool place. And then they'll come back with their families and they'll camp or go kayaking or do something or spend a week or a weekend. And then the game of parks, they love it because I'm getting people into their parks. And so it's been a great relationship. So I'm, I've been uh, I've been pretty happy with the way things are going and and still going and uh, you know we just had a first day hike with the Game and Parks yesterday and uh, little park south or you know state park south of Lincoln and we had seventy five people show up to hike. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so so it was cool. It was really cool. 
All right, so, uh, Jim, I want to talk about a lot of these events, but before we do that, this is kind of the selfish part uh, on mine. And hopefully you don't mind ask, answering like, how old are you right now? Like, I will been... be I will be 71 in a week. <laughs> and are you still running and writing? And... I I God God willing, like, I'm you, uh, I'm still getting after it. I tell you what, your energy is just like infectious. You sound like a sound like a 27 year old dude. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank just, you. Well, I got a good buddy down in Lincoln. His Tom Volk. Oh my and, gosh! Yeah. And. I won't tell you stories about Tom on the podcast, but (laughs) Tom and I go way back. Well, I just got back with him from the Grand Canyon. Uh, (laughs) We went down. We went down in October and we ran rim to rim to rim. Rim to rim, yep. No, we went rim to rim to rim. We 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 pushed. Oh yeah. Uh, But I'm getting ready to go to Phoenix with Tommy Volk. Uh, But we always talk about things like he just says. Like he always tells me, just do hard things. Like it doesn't (laughs) matter. Doesn't matter what age you are. You just got to keep going and living and like. I never would have guessed you're 71 until I started to put some math together about early retirement and I've been doing this for 17 years. So this interview is, this interview is going great. That's awesome. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy has done a number of my events and, and we, uh, uh, there's, there's usually a lot of laughing when Tom and I get together. So he's a, he's a good person. That's awesome. All right. So let's talk about, uh, some of the events you have, like at first I thought there was going to be like three or four events that I got on your uh, Facebook page and I'm like, there's like a dozen events. Yeah. I try to go, I try to, and I even have cut it down a little bit because I'm, I want to have some gym time this year. We're going to go out and do a um, four day hike in Wyoming um, this summer. And last year we did a um, three day event up in Niobrara, Ponca and Lewis and Clark. And it was just like continuous where one day, I gave him a map of Niobrara and I said, you know, we're going to take off at eight o'clock and you'd be done by one. We kayaked, bike and ran. People loaded up. I went to Lewis and Clark and got us a campground. And then we set up camp and the next morning we did the same thing. And then the last day we went to Ponca State Park and I cut it down a little bit because I want to take them to this place up there that has like the biggest cheeseburgers in the state of Nebraska. <laughs> and then so we did that for th- and it wasn't competitive. It was just we were going to try to accumulate the mileage we could and i thought you know if, if if a dozen people show up it'd be great and i had about 40 people show up for this thing and so i mean they had to commit to time off and to do this and i mean and i got thinking so this year we're gonna do the wyoming trip i got a couple other things but but my schedule is i you know i found out over the years that orienteering you know land navigation if you want to call it that yeah and and my trail runs are probably the two most popular thing in my world and the world of, you know, outdoor adventures. And I've, I know race directors from all over the country and, and they've kind of found that out too. And we, we chat back and forth quite a bit. And, and uh, now the adventure racing scene, it's dropped off a little bit, but I'm trying to keep it back in the mix with my orienteering stuff. And so we'll, I'll have a race like the one I'm going to have here coming up in, in a couple of weeks on the 20th of January, and I'm hoping for snow because I'm going to bring in snowshoes with it. And so uh, we'll, they'll, they'll run, hike. I'll put out some checkpoints. They have to read a map. They have to use some clues and find these in a, in a three-hour time frame. And then that's just going to be, you know, on foot. Then my next one, um, and Mahoney State Park is going to be on foot. 
And then as we go along and it gets a little warmer, then we're going to kayak and run on one. We're going to bike and run on one. And okay. then, and then the last one of the year um, at Indian Cave is going to be kind of my uh, butt kicker because Indian Cave is like the best terrain around. And, and, you know, anytime I do a run down there, I do a vet's run every year. And I, I give vets a free entry and stuff. And, and Tommy's been down to Indian Cave before. And, you know, running down there is just crazy. And so, but even doing an orienteering event is going to really hand their butt to them. But, so I like to mix it up. So when they come to one, it's not going to just be all foot or all bike or all kayaking. You know, I, I mix it up. And so they're getting an, an idea of doing all the elements and, uh, you know, and, and keep going and stuff and everything. And usually it's, most everybody does it with a team, which is better yet. And the good thing I like about it right now is, is I'm getting a lot of families. I got one family that their 13 year old kid, he'll, he'll plot his maps and do the course by himself because the little fart knows how to do it now. And so, uh, you know, I just think it's a great thing to do and learn. And so, so that's kind of it. And I got some other thing. I, I always put on this one for this, a friend of mine at, at, in Cortland, Nebraska, South of Lincoln. And, and so, but otherwise I'll help people that'll call and need help with their event or something, you know, and we'll help out. And, and I've got a friend that has a timing business. So he does it. I do a thing for the arthritis foundation every December in Omaha. And so, but otherwise my stuff is pretty much like trail runs, orienteering slash, you know, adventure race stuff. And, and it seems to work And it. And, you know, every year I'm getting new people in, which is great. And once they get it and then they're like, I'm hooked. This is fun stuff. You know, is it as bad as I thought it was? Well, no, it's not. And so um, I think people, sometimes they get scared or they just like, they can't, I know I can't run trails. It's too rough. And, uh, you know, we, we've, I coach cross country down to high school down here and, and, uh, and my kids are on the trails all the time. And I mean, it must work. The girls have won three state titles now and our boys have been third. And, you know, some of those kids this year are going to go to college next year and run. So, you know, we're doing something right. And okay. so, and, and, and I like the fact to see that young people are really enjoying the, enjoying the trails, you know, not just because I say we have to, they'll go out and <laughs> good do it on their talk. own. So, yeah. So, yeah. Jim, you're blowing my mind because I, I have 16 million questions now. Okay, and, go ahead. And, I, and I, I agree with, I agree with your thought. I think trails make better runners. Like oh. if you if you run on the trails, and so I, I work, uh, we work with a bunch of uh, people through Fleet Feet up here in Omaha doing marathon. Oh yeah, and well, I know Lori Bohr really, really well. And uh, it, it's fascinating, but like when you see people start to get on the trails, it's just a different kind of run. I'm not saying it's less stressful. I'm saying it works a different set of muscles and you just see it a little bit different. And so I, I think they go hand in hand. So you're yeah. right there. So I guess my, my question is, is like, these events sound great. I don't think I've written a map since I took, um, <laughs> outdoor, I took, I took outdoor education. It was one of the, one of the things we took in high school gym class where they taught us to read yeah. maps and or, do the orienteering. Like how do people know how to do it anymore? Like everyone's well, so reliant on the GPS. Do you, is there a class or something? People I give them, of? yeah, I, I give them, I'll give them a quick tutorial, which isn't hard to do. Um, some of the courses I'll pre-plot them on a map. So they'll, I'll have them pinpointed, but then they still have to look at the terrain on the map and kind of figure out where they're at. And then there's a, there's a free app that I let people use a lot. And it's really simple. It's called Handy GPS. And so it shows coordinates. It has compass. It has distances. Um, it's 
you know, it's it's the kind of the the easy way out. But the thing is, I still I still go back to the old fact that you still physically have to get there. And if you think I'm going to put everything on the trail, you're nuts. Right. <laughs> so I'll put it on the side of a bank or you know right on the edge of a creek or hide it. So you know I'll make it I'll make it where they have to do their due diligence to find it. But it's and and they like that. I mean, you you would never guess some of these people that you know there may be a lawyer or a doctor. You know, I got a doctor that does a lot of my stuff, and you know, and their environment all the time that he's going to be the guy that's going to cross this creek or or whatever to get this checkpoint. You know, sometimes you you would never think that would happen. You know, and so when they get done, it's like, yeah, this was pretty sweet. So um, I like that. You know, and uh, and some, you know, they'll they'll have a bad day and then I may not see him for a while because they got to let the sting wear off a little bit, you know, but they'll come back and go, God, we missed your raises. You know, I'm such a dummy. <laughs> but uh, but no, it's 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 all about trying something. I call it. You know what? I said I have an abnormal business. I I do abnormal things for abnormal people and they all go. That's true. And so, you know, you can, and I'm not, I'm not downplaying anybody, but you know, whatever your, your level is or whatever your goals are, go after it. So if you want to be a 5k runner, then get after it. You want to run concrete until your knees fall apart or your hips have to be replaced. <laughs> you know, go like, after it, get after it. But I'm not a concrete guy and they know it. And I'm thinking, you want to save your life? You know, get off the concrete, start doing some stuff. And, you know, the first time I, I ran 50 miles, you know, it was like, you know, my wife <laughs> thought I was nuts. And uh, I did it. I did it. And then, well, then a couple of years later, I ran my birthday age out at a lake that's close to me here with the trails. And so I ran 58 miles in, at the end of December. And, <laughs> oh. and then, so... Yeah, if you've ever tried to change clothes in the snow and it's cold out and, and people were coming down and, and running different shifts with me. And when I hit 50, those last eight miles were pretty brutal. I was kind of loopy and, and all kinds of stuff. And, and then everybody still, they were taking pictures of me, making fun of me. And they go, look at this. This is what drugs do to you. I mean, I look like <laughs> I look like I just got out of rehab or something, you know, and like, oh, wow. But but you know, you know, you, you try it, and 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 then like people that do like I got a good friend from Plasmouth, and Todd does all these crazy ultras, and I've been with him. Todd, Todd not Todd not, and you know we went up to Ponca last winter a couple of times because we weren't getting snow. So this friend of mine, she snowshoes with me a lot, and and we went up and snowshoed while Todd was pulling his sled because he was going to go up to Minnesota and do this Iditarod, and. Uh, so, so I was pulling it just to get the feel of it. And Todd's like, you're going with me next year. I said, yeah, I'm not going to Minnesota when it's 13 below and pull a sled for a hundred and some miles. Are you kidding yeah. me? And uh, I'll get a root canal before I do that. And, but, but, you know, so I hang around weird people. I do weird stuff. And I like the fact that just like the people that hiked this weekend, a lot of, a lot of them had never hiked you know, more than probably a couple miles, but they got in the trails that I, I build, maintain for the parks. 
and they got in there in the trees and stuff and like this is cool in here then all of a sudden we got back and we just went five miles for god's sakes yes you did you know (laughs) so that's that's good stuff I'd, i'd rather have that i'm not a big guy i don't do i take pride in my i've had this company almost since day one and i always we come up with great designs for shirts um and you know some of the swag that i give away and then i i'm not huge on and they don't this group doesn't ask for a lot of stuff a lot of you know a lot of races they want medals and they want all this other stuff and you know a brand new car (laughs) or whatever and i don't do that and what i do is i'll give some coupons to a free race you know their choice and then like at the end of the year i give out multiple um annual park passes for the coming for the next year well they love those because they're all going to go to the parks and uh and so so i do i do the simple things simple means and uh you know, and we have we we have a good time. We really do. I've created some of the best friendships over these 17 years that I got people that started this with me and they're still racing. You know, and uh, and that's uh, that doesn't happen very often. One of the no. questions I one of the questions I wrote down that I wanted to ask you, I think you just answered it. It's like as a race director, what stands out or inspires you to do these events? My probably my favorite, my favorite things as far as the the race itself, that individual race is setting up the course and then tearing down. Because when I set up a course, I always like, God, right. Do I really want them to cross this creek right here? You know, will they cross this creek or will they try to go through the weeds? You know, Um, and then I'll get to laughing while I'm out in the woods by myself and go. Oh, hell yeah, we got to go this way. <laughs> you know? And, and you, then I'm like, I always tell you know, I tell people, I said, I would never have you do something that I wouldn't do. Okay. And then, of course, their response is, yeah, but you're freaking crazy, too. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever set up a course where you're like, oh, shit, that was way too tough? You know, uh, kind of at the onset, but then when I see what they're doing and how they finish, you know, and you know, we'll be sitting around and having something to eat, you know, and having a beer or something and afterwards and, and they don't look completely shot. And I'm thinking, I could have made this a little bit tougher for you guys. (laughs) And of course they're always like, Oh, we're good. (laughs) So yeah, no, I've always, I've always, you know, I, I know the thing, the crazy thing is now, you know, I've gotten some of these noise people. Well, so when they sign up for an event, um, if they forget to put something down, I've known them long enough and well enough. I can almost, I can already write down the size of shirt they need. <laughs> the size of, size of shirt, what day and their birth yeah. year. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, that's a good thing. When, and, when you get done, when you get done with it, like I, I, what I like, as you said, the, the, your athletes or the people doing your events, they're not looking for a medal. No. Just, is, it be, is it because you think they're getting something more out of it? Because we're not talking a 5K or a 10K. We're talking it could be hours. Yeah, hours of doing not just physically hard stuff, but it sounds like it's a mental challenge too. Because you, you know, with a lot of these things, you're thinking and plotting and and doing. And is it just the pure satisfaction of what they've completed? Yeah, and you know, even the, even the trail runs. I I did for, I think last year was the first year I dropped down the mileage, but I had I had fifty k's, I had fifty milers, um, 
we did we did the cowboy trail we did the cowboy ultra for seven years and we ran the cowboy trail 192 miles whoa and uh and i had him you know i told him bring your bicycles we're gonna have a good time it's gonna be like a big family uh you know gathering and and uh, like a big family reunion and we had you know i kept it low i didn't want any more than 50 people because that was tough to try to maintain for that because you know you'd have them spread out quite a bit and uh but the thing is we got to know people along the way in these towns i had two yep. different bars along the way that would fire up the grill for us as we got close and uh and so we got to know those people but you know so that was one of my longer ones and those people love that stuff. And, and so even the, and, you know, cause you, I, I tell them this, listen, you're the one that signed up for this. I don't know your training methods. Sure. I, I will give you advice on stuff if you're going to try to do this or that, but you know, uh, you have to decide, but then I also tell them to listen, if this is the first time you've ever done an orange training event, don't freak out. If you don't get all the checkpoints, and don't freak out if you don't get in on time. You know, I'm not going to penalize you. You know, I'm not going to cut off a finger or something, you know, because <laughs> you didn't get in in three hours. And, uh, but we're going to explain what happened. You know, and what'd you do here? Well, and they said, what would you do? I would have never gone that way. You know, I would have done this. I would have done that. Look at the terrain. You went through some of the hardest. Ter- if you would have gone here, would have made up a lot of difference. And then they're like, oh, man, that's right. And then so, so they learn. And then, so then the next event, they do better and the, and the trail runs. So I, the longest trail run I'm going to have this year, um, is 15 miles, but that is going to be at Wabunzi park which that baby's got some monster Hills in it. Yep. And so, um, and I've gotten along great with the superintendent there. So Matt lets me pretty much do anything I want. And then, so, uh, but I did, I did, I did a 50 K at Indian K before I did a 50 K oh. at Bunsy before. And you want to talk about night of the living dead. These people came in <laughs> and you know, you can't help but laugh. I'm like, and we say stuff and like a couple of guys that have been helping me for a long time, they'll come in after a, on a lap, you know, and, and, Oh man, you know, and we're, and we're, we do the opposite. You know, I hate it when people say you look good. I hate it when I ran marathons. You're looking good. No, I'm not. I suck, you know? <laughs> and then, so we do the opposite. We're like, okay, you only got 10 miles to go, man. You look horrible. You, you look like garbage. <laughs> then they start laughing, you know, and, and, uh, you okay. You know, <laughs> and then that's something I do to Tom, you know, <laughs> and then, and then uh, uh, he never looks like garbage. He's always the most put together person. I know. I know. I know it. I know it. That's a, but, hair is always perfect. Yeah. Oh God. He ain't going to mess his hair up. But you know, uh, that's the thing about it. You got to keep it fun the whole from beginning to end. And then you also, you also got to tell them, you know, they'll get disgusted with themselves and like, you are doing more. It's just it's like I tell my kids in cross country and track, you're doing more than any of the other kids in school. You're putting in major miles. You're working themselves to the bone. You're eating right. You're doing the right things, and it's paying off. And I hope you do this when you're my age someday, you know, and I tell these other people, listen, you know, I may not be on my game like it used to be. I can't, if I was to try to run under six minute mile now, I'd have to be admitted to the hospital. I said, no, but I can still ride hard. I can still kayak with the best of them. So, 
but I can hike a nasty pace, you know, so I'm still doing it. So keep doing it. Hey, you know? I, have, I have a kayak. Let me ask a kayak question. Yes. Where do you, where do you kayak? And I know you have kayaking on one of your adventure races. What's yep. that look like? Um, that's going to be easy. It's on a state lake or it's on an NRD lake. And it's a pretty lake. So it's going to be, it'll be pretty simple. And I, if I'm going to kayak, it's going to be, um, and I do, I do a couple of kayak events a year. There's one up at Thedford on the Loop River, a friend of mine puts on and, uh, which is really fun. And then, um, but we'll kayak, I've kayaked most of the rivers in the state, but I, you know, for what I do, it's usually on a state lake where we kayak and, uh, and, you know, it's just a mount, it's a matter of the distance. And, you know, a lot of times I'll put these checkpoints like along the shoreline so they can get it out of their kayak. And then sometimes I make it where they got to, they got to dock their boat and run back into the, the trees and stuff to find their checkpoint and get back into the boat. And, and, uh, you know, and so it's pretty, it's relatively simple. It's more about time and distance, you know, how long you're going to be out there. And so, but you have to, you have to be a clock watcher because if it's a three hour race, then am I going to be able to run this, you know, get there if I go here or there? And so it's all about strategy. And then, but I make it pretty, pretty good that people can complete it if they stay on course and don't get lost more than once or twice, you know, because hmm. they'll usually recover quick if they do. Yeah. And do, they, uh, do the, do the events for angry cow, do they stay the same each year or do they change each year? Depending no, on I, I try to, even if I go to the same if I go to a same state park, um, it's in a different area every time. And so, you know, they re- might remember and go, oh, we were here like four years ago, but it looks different. <laughs> right. You know, and uh, but otherwise, I, I try to mix it up like Indian Cave. I've been down there now for the last, you know, like the last, I don't know, eight or nine years or more. And uh, but they've got so many trails down there. I've used a different trail every time. Right, and, it's such a good, uh, it's such a good state park, and and yeah, and even Wabunzi, you know, I've been to Wabunzi now four times, and and uh, I've used them for trail runs. This last fall, we had an orienteering race down there. Well, they got a really pretty lake down there, and the water was awesome. So we kayaked on the lake, and then we were on foot um, around a good portion of the park, and so it was a it was a good mix. It was a good way to to end the orienteering series. And so, and then that's one thing I, to try to make it competitive and people to, to do more of them. Um, I do a trail run series and I do an orienteering series. So, you know, I give points for the, the top 10 each time. And, and then, um, and then I'll give them some stuff at the end of the year, you know, like some race coupons, or I'll give them, you know, the ones that had won there for two or three years. You know, if, if you won, uh, you got to race the next season for free. Well, I, where is the best place to find the Angry Cows events? I found it on Facebook. Um, go to raceregister.net. Raceregister.net. Yeah, and that's where you can you can get the info, and then you can register there. And and I'll I'll add some things, you know, as that event gets up there. But I I post most of my stuff because I post a lot of pictures throughout the year. People love having their picture on on mm-hmm. social media. And so I, I post a lot on my, on Instagram or I post a lot on, on uh, Angry Cow Adventures Facebook page. Is, is the Instagram Angry Cows Adventure too? No, it's, it's uh, Jim Craig 1078. 
Okay. So I got I got scammed here about two weeks ago, and I had like all all my high school kids are like, "Man, you know, you got like eight Instagram accounts." <laughs> like, oh my god, no! Hey, hey, Jim, where do you coach? Uh, down at North, South of Lincoln. Okay, down at North. So yeah, so you guys put together good teams every year down there. Uh, we've been pretty fortunate the last few years, and you know the fun thing is, um. Our girls team only lost one girl this year, so we've got them all back next year. And uh, they are, they're great kids. They're tough kids. And our boys, our JVs only lost one meet last year, so we're going to be we'll be tough again. And, you know, the good thing about it with these kids is um, the parents are awesome. You know, I do some stuff with these kids. You know, that the parents, Some parents will probably go, you're freaking nuts. But you know what? The kids, I've got, these girls are as tough as the boys. I mean, right. when we go out and run trails, and if we bushwhack stuff, you know, the girls wouldn't hesitate. You know, oh, I don't want to mess my hair up. I mean, they're they're down and getting dirty and doing stuff. And, and I've, I've taught some of these kids a few years ago how to snowshoe. And so I've got some cross-country kids that snowshoe now with me. Right. I, it sounds like you're, like you're doing like what a good cross country coach would do. Like you're, you're making kids, t- you're making kids tougher. Well, uh, which I think is an issue now. It is. And, they, and, it, and you know what they, they love, we, you know what the, probably they love the most during the season and even in off season is we do some night runs on the trails and these kids got hooked into this night running. And uh, of course they never know. <laughs> I'll go out because I know the trail so well, I'll go out and, and hide and then <laughs> and then scare the crap out of them, you know. And so, so, uh, but no, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with adults. If you're having fun and act like you care, right. you know, they're going to come back and they they want to have a good time. And right. so, I mean, it's not rocket science. You know, there's too many negative things in this country anymore. You know, and, and yeah, get, get away from it. Don't bring your politics to my stuff or you're going home, you know, and, and uh, the world's got enough issues the way it is these days. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't watch a lot of, of TV just because it's just it's horrible anymore. So, you know, I don't I don't watch a lot of TV because I'd rather be outside doing something. <laughs> well, me too. I mean, I, you know, yeah, that's me. And so I'm happy. Um, you'll have to tell Tom this, tell Tom, I bought something for him and I, I bought a tent, a truck tent camper that goes in the box of my truck. Okay. And, uh, I used it at Indian cave and you'll, you'll see some pictures of mine on a, uh, former post of me laying in the back, like I'm posting for some magazine and, uh, you'll have to tell Tom and say, Hey, Jim said you got a, a tent camper for you guys. This is so, awesome. Yeah, for so sure I'm going to tell for sure, I'm he'll, he'll go, yeah, I ain't camping with that guy. But uh, but no, I mean, Tom Tom's like me, you know. He he likes being the outdoors, and he Tom just likes to run, so he'll run anything, you know. But I told him, I said, you're gonna get to a point, and, and you're gonna want to just pretty much stay on the dirt, you know, and and uh, get off that concrete because your old joints aren't gonna aren't gonna keep being as good as they are. And so, right. but he's a beast. He is. He, he is. He is a beast. He is a beast. Okay. So I'm just going to summarize a few things here really quick. Your races, they don't sound like a true race. Like where you're talking five take King Tay, who's looking to get in first place. We're talking about people who are going out to complete an adventure. 
They are, amazing. they are. But you know what? I have people. I've had people. I've had some people like Casey Lichtig. You know, she's one of the best runners in the country. Oh yeah. And Casey does some of my stuff, and her mom does. Her mom just had some surgery, her, but her mom's Lori's run my stuff. I have a lot of the goats that have run my stuff. I mean, I've had guys that are, uh, you know, been state champions multiple times in different events, and and uh, they'll want to get after it. I got a guy from Plasmith, Seth Smith, or Seth Stewart, I mean, he ran for Todd in high school, and uh, Seth has won my series the last two years, and uh, he hammers those trails. I mean, it's just amazing to watch this guy run these hills. I mean, he ran, he earlier in the year, he ran, uh, what did we have? I think he ran the 16 miler down there this year and uh, he ran it like he ran it under two hours like 157 holy cow yeah and so so i got guys that get after it and you know and, the, and then again you know they they they're more excited about getting an annual park pass than right. anything else because i have i've had i've got a couple good caterers that a lot of times they'll make some good food you know so we'll we'll eat good we'll have good stuff to drink and and uh I got some good sponsors. I have Glacier Till Cider, right. South of Lincoln that they sponsor, and and uh, and then some other things. But but yeah, it's just you know it's 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 simple, but we we are competitive. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm just happy how each individual does. You know that last place person, um, we'll go out and run in with them, or they'll we'll, we'll wait. Well, obviously we wait for everybody, but those last people that come in get as big of a much of an applause as the person that won. I, I did the, uh, I don't even know where I was listening. It was a podcast where I was talking to Jason from gravel worlds. Oh they yeah. Just, and like they do, like when the last person comes in, you know, everyone's still out there and they're celebrating the DFL. You, you can imagine what the DFL is. Oh yeah. And uh, I just think that's so inspiring, especially in that, like the, the, the community of like trail running ultras, Yep. You know, it sounds like adventure racing where, you know, you could have the best person in the world and they're still going to support the slowest person. And, and to you, me, that's. You can be the best runner or the best adventure racer or whatever, or you're, you can be the best, best land navigator in the world and you're going to have a crappy day. And then, so, you know what? Don't ever think you're invincible. And I want my courses to sting a little bit, but I also want you to, and you know what I'll get, even runners they'll get up on the ridge at Wabunzi or someplace like Indian cave up on the top. And they'll, they'll stop for a second just to look at the scenery. Right. And that's, that's payment right there. They're like, God, this is awesome in this state. And I said, yeah, we got, we're pretty fortunate in this state. And so, so those are the things I like. Those are my reward. So, so Jim to the, to the marathoner, the 10 K or the half marathoner that's running on the roads every day. And now they hear about angry cow events What's your pitch? Why sign up for one of these events? Um, it's time to get up. The concrete's going to catch up with you. Not that I'm 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 bashing you for doing what you're doing because you're active, and that's the key. That's the number one important thing is is being active, being healthy. Um, not just for two or three years, but for a lifetime. There's no reason you can't be doing being active for a lifetime. You may have to change some things. You're not going to run. And you know, a 30 minute 10 K when you get to be 70 years old, but you can still, here's the thing. You, you ran it, you did it, you hiked it. You still did the mileage and you still seen some good people. You had a good time. And then, you know what? There's a lot of people that wish they could do it and they just don't try it. 
And then when the day's over, you're going to, you're going to talk about it. And then, you know, I'm going to take some pictures and catch you in some, you know, kind of weird, you know, positions and stuff with your run or your race <laughs> or something. And then I'm going to make fun of you that whole next week. And then so, so they, they're like, Oh God, there he is in the trees, you know, smile. <laughs> and so, um, it, it's all just, it just comes down to being, having fun and setting your goals and, and staying with them and, and don't worry about it. Just train, you know, people train. I mean, I'm, I go out five days a week still, you know, yeah. and, and, but it should be fun. It shouldn't be like, dang it. You know, I didn't get my five miles in today. So are you, are you, an, are you an early morning runner? Or are you an afternoon runner? I'm usually an afternoon or evening guy. Cause that's when a lot of guys that I do stuff with are off work and, and, but I, I go, I'll go out whenever, but whenever works for people, but, but usually it's like, you know, I, snowshoeing, yeah, it's usually the gals I go with, they, they can get off anytime. And so we'll go in the morning, you know, why it's still kind of cold, you know, or it doesn't thaw, but otherwise I'm, I'm a, you know, later in the day kind of guy. And some, and we do, we do, I'm a night guy. We love our night stuff. So we'll go night riding or, or night, um, navigation or, you know, things like that just for training. Are you and, a road, and, are you? Are you a road biker? A no, biker, I'm mountain bike. Mountain? I'm all I'm all mountain bike and single track. And when I get gra- on gravel, it's when I go to a race, and I I still try to race. I'll go down to Kansas or Missouri. You know, I got some friends that put on races there, and and then I do the one in Cortland every year. I I the one in Cortland's in June, so I do it with some cross country kids every year. Oh, okay. And I get some of my cross country girls because they're gritty and the boys like to whine if they have to do much more. <laughs> and so, you know, the girls are beasts. And, uh, and then I show up with these fast girls and everybody's like, Oh, great. You know, but they like it. It's something out of their element and, and they're, they're good. They're a lot of fun. So, but, uh, but it's, it's just the same thing with them. You know, they, they wanted, and I've seen some kids now that we caught, we coached a few years ago and, and they'll come back from college or whatever. And I, just this weekend, I had some back for the holidays, and and we hooked up out at Wagon Train Lake and got a got a run in together. And so, you know, that that means a lot. You know, if they still are doing it and and want to do it, and number one, hang out with their old coach. You know, but but uh, but I just want people see keep being healthy and doing things and and push it down to their kids. You know, and uh, you know. I got grandkids now and I, I got, I got a granddaughter ran to on an opposing team this year. Of oh North. boy. Yeah. She's a seventh grader, but, but she, she, and so my high schoolers went over and introduced themselves to her. She thought that was pretty cool, you oh, know? Yeah. And so it's, it's good. It's good. I'm glad the, the kids are active. That's all that matters. So, but yeah, yeah. You, you, you said a lot of good things here. The one thing that's going to resonate with me and stick with me, as you said it earlier in the podcast, just get after it. You know, yeah. I think I think what you're talking about that entails or embodies everything that you're talking about. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. You know, and here's just, the thing: just get too, after it I'll, and have fun. Yeah, I'll leave you with this. I mean, no. people don't realize it, but we have some of the best parks, state parks in the country. Okay, and you get from Shadron to you know Scotts Bluff to Ponca to you know Niobrara, aiming down Indian Cave, and and the ones in between, the state recreation areas in between. We've got some of the best facilities in the state that people never they're like and when i take them to these places to race they're like man i never knew this was here you know how do you find these well i i just do you know this is cool 
And so I like that. I like that. I like that aspect. Like even this weekend, hiking it in wagon train, I'll bet you there was a fourth of the people that said, we didn't even know they had trails down here. And I right. said, well, I'm the one that build and maintain them. So you're, you can come down here anytime. So, yeah. So it's good stuff. So Jim, I can't wait. I can't thank you enough for, for spending time. If there's anything I can do, I also run a, uh, I, I'm in charge of a race, so I have a website with race information on it, and and I have an Instagram page for it. Well, send me your I, information and stuff. I, I'll get that to you, but if there's any way I can help you publicize this or get more information out, I'm going to print out your list of events and share it with our Fleet Feet runners here in Omaha. Perfect. Um, because I, I think it would be so cool because so much of the time they spend running on the roads. So let's get something different and push ourselves out of our comfort zone. And yeah, and and, and I think this group that I have is like they're 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 very adventurous. Like they'll try something once. Good. And there's some good. good stuff in here. I can't wait to try it. I promise I will be at, at least one event this year. <laughs> well, I'll be in Tram February 17th. So uh, that's close to you. My, that's going to be very close. I should be. Oh yeah. I got to check the calendar, make sure I'm in. Yeah. Town, but so I will um, be in touch. I'll go ahead. So when you when will you have this podcast ready to hear? You know what? We'll probably I'll probably put it out on Sunday night, and so okay. people can listen to it next week. But yeah, I'll put it out Perfect. Sunday night. I'll well, send just you. Shoot me a, yeah, shoot me a text message. You know, you can always catch this number here on my phone number and just text me or something. Yeah. And I'll, and I'll get you the link so you can put it out there and let's I will. promote some of these races. Cause it sounds like a great time and you're doing great things. And, well, and, and I, you're, you're an inspiring person. I just sat here and talked to you for, I was going to do talk to you for like 20 minutes to hear about the races. And I feel like I'm a better person now. So <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate you know what? it. Tell that to Tom Boak. He never yeah. says that about me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will Tommy will tell you stories about us. So, all right. Well, hey, I really appreciate it. That means a lot. Oh, my gosh. Thanks so much, Jim. Okay. Take care of yourself. Yep. yep you See too, you buddy. Soon. Bye.